What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Franchise Unpacked Quarantine Edition. Quarantine <laughs> Edition. Right? I just threw that out. Literally thought of it as I said that. So <laughs> that's our improv I like it. skills coming out. We're flexing yeah, those you, improv muscles, man. <laughs> yeah, the lack thereof. I always hated it. I, ser- I seriously, really? whenever we talk, th- whenever anybody asks me theater, and I, I swear, like, one of my goals eventually is, especially we have so many good improv theaters locally in Detroit, yeah. that I do want to take some classes and, like, get into that. But it just frightens the hell out of me. Really? Like, oh, dude, I, love I trust writers so much. They're so good at their jobs. But like, you're, you're pretty I will solid speak the word. In, you're solid at improv, though. Anytime we've done improv together, you're... I guess, like, I have the funny bone, and that's the problem. A lot of people, and I think I fall in victim of this, You, they want to make it funny. And right. That's a, that you never. That's like rule number one. Don't try. Like, right. That's the, it's just got to be like more yeah. natural. Yeah. So, but that's you know it, it'll it'll come. But uh, yeah. So that's where we're at. But uh, how you doing? I'm good. We didn't introduce ourselves. We didn't. Well, okay. Yeah. I'm your host, Dave. <laughs> <And> I'm, your, <laughs> I'm your other host, Zach. I um, figure you know they're listening to this one. They know us. They yeah. Know they know us, us by hope. now. But yeah. And I have to say, doing? I'm trying to talk like slightly quiet because. This room that I'm in is so reverby, and I'm gonna like I, I put like effects on and everything, but man, I think I'm in the same situation. I just really haven't thought about it. Yeah, it, I mean, it's like fine. there's just nothing on the walls. And you know, when yeah. we when things are back to normal and we can actually do the podcast as as we do, then this whole problem will be gone. But for now, like you know, it's like you have to be in front of the computer, like yeah. with Zoom. You know, I can't just set up a laptop and and with a dog, it's the most private room I can yeah, have, yeah. sort of. So yeah. So nice yeah, we're, you might situation. you guys might be hearing a little bit of reverb, but you know, we're making it work. We're here. We're having it feels a good like you're time. here with us. Yeah, and we're and we're yeah, we are happy that you're here with us. I'm I'm stoked yeah. to be doing this this episode. And so. also shout out to all the medical professionals out there. Both yes. I mean Zach's fiance, Shelby, and my wife Kim. They are both in the yeah. medical fields. Um, be it like essential, non-essential. You have been yeah, especially with this last week, we've been going through some stuff. So it's it's much appreciated. You are yeah. Uh, thank God for you. Like, truly, I couldn't do it myself. So, yeah, those are people like true heroes. That, 100% I know they agree. hear that and they deserve way more money. Vote for them to get more money. Yes, like, truly. I totally agree. Like if the like, yeah, applause is one thing, but paying the bills is another. So let's get these people like what they need. Totally agree. What they deserve. Um, but yeah. And yeah. So and yeah, it's been it's been a crazy week. You guys We're actually has. I'm a little peek behind the curtain. We're recording this on a Thursday because we've both had so much random crap it's going on it's been crazy and, yeah it's been tough yeah. this week but uh but we're we're here and uh, we just wanted to record i didn't want to skip a week i know it yeah, was like we, almost we that as it. a situation but yeah. i was like you know what i got time a little bit yeah, behind the curtain uh, and you know it's so funny too because we like we told you guys we did uh we did a star wars episode and we were considering going back over to like uh you know doing some movies again or some tv shows again or whatever yeah um and we and, do have a movie coming up with this franchise with yeah, Sonic. Yep. Um, In fact, I think Kim and I are going to watch it tonight. Are so. you really? Oh man, that's I, I can't Did wait you to see watch it? it. No, I haven't oh, seen okay. it. Okay, I hear I hear Jim Carrey's back in it, which is really? exciting to me. That's what they're saying. They're like, it's like him having fun. That's it's awesome. The, it's like the mask again. You're like, okay, yeah, I'm here. Well, because you give him a character like Doctor Robotnik, and I mean, we'll get yeah. into the movie, but I mean, like, you yeah. can go, you can go wild with that. Um, it's a, it's interesting, but yeah, we'll so see. we, but we, we decided to go, uh, sort of back to like the video game side of things and yeah. not that we don't love doing movies still, but we just noticed, uh, you know, we, we, we made this podcast cause we want to nerd out with you guys. And if we're being totally transparent, 
more people were reaching out and geeking out with us about video games. So yeah, they had questions about them. They wanted to see more yeah. video game specific franchises. So not saying that, like we said, we won't not saying we won't cover movies and TV right. shows again, but it'll yeah, be for, a little more for, for the foreseeable future. We're going to be definitely, I think, gearing a little bit more towards gaming and yeah. Uh, but if you have a movie or a TV show that you want to see us cover, hit us up. And it kind of I, ironically fits. Uh, we went into this quarantine. This mm-hmm. is a little bit more of an interactive situation. So people yeah. are looking to fill their time. And I mean, movies. Oh, my gosh. We've been watching so many classics. And it's I, I read something that people are looking for a little bit more nostalgia. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily starting new franchises and new movies, mm-hmm. kind of falling back on what you're comfortable with. And I totally get that. So it's it's a good opportunity to kind of hit it from an interactive standpoint too with like a video game franchises. Yeah. People can and play and them, and experience them, share their thoughts. It's it's yeah. it's and it is that active experience, right? Mm-hmm. Like I love movies. I mean I'm a huge cinephile. I like I mean, you know, oh, yeah. I, I I I make movies. I love it. Um, but I think that video games are such an active and participation medium that I don't know. I think that it just draws people in, but, uh, for sure. And, and we're here, you guys say we're talking about Sonic adventure one yeah. and two. Um, and this was like, I'm, I'm so excited to talk about this one, this episode. I'm just going to tell you guys up front. There's, there is a decent amount of trivia about it and like kind of cool things that yeah. we've learned and yada, yada. But the big thing with this episode, you guys, is just our experience with this and our experience of, cause we, I distinctly remember this coming out and this, like, yeah, this when is, it a, it's an important game. And it's, and it's I, an I important this, game for me. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying, like, it's a launch title. Yeah. Right. For Dreamcast and Dreamcast. Ah, man, what a shame. Like what a true. I know the Dreamcast pity. was incredible, though. I mean, yeah, way ahead of its time. And it it just and I loved the, the first Sonic Adventure. Like I remember. So I guess my first we'll jump right into it. My first adventure experience with Sonic Adventures was Dave Simons, our previous guest of the show. He mm-hmm. was the only one in our friend group. He had a Dreamcast. And it was kind of like this, like weird, foreign but popular like system. It yeah, was. It, was it wasn't weird. a my, Nintendo my cousin 64, had one, and that's yeah. And my cousin, I actually. So when I got introduced to Sonic Adventure, the first one, um, you know how they had like the Chows and stuff, and even more so. Oh, yeah. I think. Well, or wait, with the no, the Chows were just in Sonic Adventure too, weren't they? It's been a while since I played the first one. You guys, I know this there is like a was, big thing for me to overlook. I swear but. there was something interactive with those because they were trying to press that memory card. The interactive like right. the Tom. It was basically a Tamagotchi for your yeah. controller. There was I, I'm I'm like pretty sure, you know, I need to look. I, this is something that I should have looked up before. I'm going to admit it. I dropped the ball a little bit. Uh, I'm going to look this up right now, though. Okay, so yeah, I, I just I, I did a quick. We paused the episode because I dropped quick the search. ball and not looking it up. But yeah, so no, the, there was right. the, the Chow Garden wasn't the first one, and I thought so it was. because because my cousin Bobby had a uh, he did have like the little memory chip thing, and yep. we seriously spent so much time in that Chow Garden. So okay, 
We've been harping on this idea, I think, or at least I have been, whenever we bring up futures of franchises, especially with video games, we always yeah. talk about interactivity outside of you playing the physical video game. Yes. This was literally so far ahead of its time. You would take your memory card out of your controller after playing Sonic Adventure. You would rescue these, what mm-hmm. we're calling chows. So... A little history for people who've never played Sonic. The idea is Sonic is rescuing these little animals from the forest like that have been captured by an evil doctor, basically. And I think in adventures, yeah, they turn and, them I mean, into the plot the chows. So it's. Well, yeah. when, uh, so you basically uh, you, you rescue these things the and you kind of unlock no? them. It was it was. It was uh, OK. It kind I'm, it was like a big like literally I'm thinking about a Tamagotchi. I'm, yeah, I'm picturing yeah. it. And I could do a Google search right now, but it is it was like a memory, a chunky memory block that mm-hmm. plugged into your controller and then you could take it out. And I swear it had like little buttons it, on it. I know it had the screen Am I crazy? On it and like I, I don't know. See, we I, I didn't. Prep Did you Dreamcast have to play it from much? the controller? You had to play I, it from the controller. You might have had to play it from the controller. But my whole thing is. Like I, you know, I, I was looking more honestly at the GameCube version for Sonic Adventure 2. Yes. Um, yes. And because here's the thing, Sonic Adventure 1, I think is it, it's a very important game. Um, and it's especially in the Sonic franchise, because it was the first leap to 3D. Uh, it was their it was, answer to Mario. Yeah. And they had, I think, six playable characters. You could play like Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, the robot, like Big the Cat. It was they yeah. really they took Mario and expanded on it correctly. Yeah. They were like, yes, this and is how we're going to do it. It was glitchy. You know what I mean? And they one one big thing that both Sonic games Sega. really <laughs> suffer from is uh, like the whole uh, like the voices don't line up because they. Oh, yeah. So what happened is they they animated it to the Japanese voiceover, even though the game was produced in America, they animated it to the Japanese voiceover and then when they replaced it with the English voiceover, they didn't change the animation. So you get I mean, there are some scenes where they are talking over each other so bad that you can't you can hardly make out what they're saying. Can um, I go out there and say that Sega now they've done. um, Well, any cutscene from Sega is kind of weird, like in yeah. a lot of games. Have you noticed that now that I think about it, like they can get there are there. Well, and they're Sonic not responsible especially. for like Resident Evil, but uh, it's yeah, like that was Capcom, Capcom, but Capcom, I think Capcom and Sega are very close, like weird and how buddies. they operate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're like, we just sell ourselves. We'll just, oh, sorry. Whoops. And right. like give us. So they, they operate on that weird, like anime cutscenes. Yeah. Both and of, and both it's, weird. It was, it's, it's so funny odd. too, because like it worked in the Japanese version for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but pacing with like, I think, English dialogue and how we like how we, you know, like how we would read the script. It right. It just might not have portrayed as well. Well, and that's so Sonic Adventure one. If you guys haven't played it, um, you can still get it, I think, on like the PS3 store. Um, I don't think I can get it on PS4, but I mean, there's emulators, too, which I didn't say that out loud. But um, I'm surprised they haven't remastered those. I'm surprised, too, which I will get to that because I have some ideas. You heard. Um, I mean, Tony Hawk. Yes. Oh, oh, we're going to talk about that. Um, that'll be a month, I think. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, I we think need to do a Tony a Hawk month. Um, Uh-oh. That'll yeah, be September. So, oh, my Perfect. gosh. Yeah, we'll do Yeah, Tony Hawk month in September. I'm down Boom, for that. Done. Um, but, yeah, so they they transferred us over to 3D from 2D. Yep. Um, and that I, I think they did a good job at it. They did lose some of the speed. 
you know, and they, they, they gave it to you the best they could in mm-hmm. a 3d environment. They allowed you to roll into your ball because without that, it's like Mario not being able to jump. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and it did like, so if you guys haven't played it, it drops you into like a city and mm-hmm. you are, you go into different areas of the city to start levels and you can play through pretty much the entire game as any of the six characters. So it gives you kind of this, like there's a lot of content really there for, yeah. for being a dreamcast game. I mean, by that point, games were pretty well, like as far as length goes, they were pretty solid, but I mean, they gave you a lot of content, a lot of stuff to explore. Um, for like, especially for like a first open world 3d game yeah. too. It, yeah, it, it pushed it, the boundaries. It didn't control very well though. That's, that's mm-hmm. one thing that I remember even back when I played it, like in context and was playing it like at the time, it just had like kind of these clunky, you know, you'll uh, some, there was one YouTuber. I wish I could remember his name. Uh, I loved the the phrase he used for it. He said that, and this is for Sonic adventure one and two. He said, it sometimes suffers from same button syndrome where one button will do multiple things. And sometimes it doesn't do the thing that you want it to do. And yeah, you know, when you're, when you're navigating these like super high speed tracks and you have to turn on a dime I mean, I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying like the controls, I think, could have been better. Now, I think you so you got a Sonic Adventures 2 for GameCube is kind of your main realm, right? Yes. So correct me if I'm wrong, but did Sonic I feel like by Sonic Adventures 2, they had figured out that like, okay, we need to have like some kind of sub levels that are racetrack oriented. There were a couple. I mean, they weren't really race levels like, like downhill you could do jam sort of <laughs> oh okay yeah like that uh there were stretches i mean there like were bo- there was like the truck chase the truck or chase am i thinking pretty, of the truck chase was just like a chunk though so yeah. i guess i want to get to sonic adventure 2 I, I just wanted to say like for sonic adventure 1 because uh, i amazing soundtrack I not do that wanna... i want to skip over sonic adventure yeah amazing soundtrack yes. i don't yeah. want to skip over sonic adventure 1 but I personally think that Sonic Adventure 2 is more important to the franchise. Um, yeah. They perfected a lot and they yep. it was much higher rated, much better received. And for a long time, it was the most popular Sonic game, like, you know, next to the original. And then I think it only got eclipsed in sales by like 2017, something like that. But the thing is, it's like by that point, once the Dreamcast fell and Sega started stripping itself, like mm-hmm. it kind of saw once Sonic hit the Olympics, it's like right. this, this franchise. And I, it, I it was no longer the same. I really do want to play some of these uh, like newer Sonic games. And in preparation for next week's episode, I probably will, you know, pick up a couple and just, yeah. you know, toy around with them. But my my whole thing with Sonic Adventure is they they really needed both steps, right? Like they took it out of 2D into 3D with Sonic Adventure. Yep. And then they kind of found their 3D stride in Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. Discovered that they're like, we need that speed dynamic. Yeah. We uh, there's like without it, it's Mario with a right. blue guy. Like well, it's the, it. Yeah. And so. So. And again, if you guys haven't played these, find a way to play them. I, oh, yeah. They do. In some ways, they don't hold up anymore, but in, in a lot of ways, they still do. And like Sonic Adventure 2, so this is where I geek out because I love Sonic Adventure 2. 
but you get all these like instead of going in an overworld and you know finding your upgrades there and unlocking new areas in this hub world every level is its own stage yeah so like if you want to find something you have to go get the upgrade and then use that you know in the subsequent go back levels. yeah sometimes you have to go back or you'll and that's the thing is like each level had a bunch of different ways you could play it like you could do it for time you could do it for rings you could do it for uh like uh what was the other one there was like collectibles there was amount of enemies killed in like just a regular run and that's cool like adding those kind of i call those like score based goals yeah it's like set a record almost go back play replay the level set a record it's it's crazy to think that like going back in, in an open world game i'm gonna go all the way back to mario 64 sure when you have to go back to a level even okay, so you say you get six out of the eight stars in a Mario level. You can mm-hmm. progress. You can go on to the next. You can unlock doors. You can go on to the next levels. You can beat the boss. You can go on to the next floor. You can. Right. You don't have to finish that level. The fact that you there are points where you would have to unlock a certain question block, like an item, and then mm-hmm. go back. Like literally, yeah. you had to go into the basement first, do a it's couple like levels. Strategic backtracking. That's not, crazy yeah. that they had thought about that all the way in Mario. Because like, well, we've introduced an open world that you can go into these levels basically in any order at any time yeah. you want, but we have to give an incentive. They're going to remember that there was a phased out red question mark block in this level. But now that they've unlocked them, they can go back like right. hours or days later and then experience well, a whole new dynamic of a level. It's and that was, impressive. that was one of my favorite things about Sonic Adventure two. And I say one of, because it might, I'll get to my favorite in a minute, but the the fact that you would get a, an item that you needed for that level and for every level onward. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted like it wasn't necessary, if you wanted to take that back and go more in depth on another level, you could. Absolutely. Um, even like the uh, there's a secret item that allows Knuckles to breathe underwater and you can get it. And it's like hidden, hidden. I don't think I've ever even personally gotten it. It's like really hidden away. And you go and you obtain this. And the level that you get it in, you could really have used it in before. And so if you want to, if you want to improve your score on that level and not have to keep coming up for air, go back and replay that level and get the A rank. You know, that's me and my cousin used to do that all day. We would just go and get A's all over. And I assure you, you're going to be so much better by the the, better at the game by the end of all that. It's like training on top of because you're like, hey, this is a challenge. You have to get this good to meet it. I think right. Jedi, like a, a recent game, Jedi Fallen Order, the new Star Wars game from yeah. EA, it does a one of the good things about that game is it does a great job of encouraging you to go back to planets. It literally the mini map shows you areas you cannot access yet by like redding them out. Right. And then it'll change their color as you get more abilities and items mm-hmm. like on the mini map alone. So you're like, ooh, I got to come back here, even though I don't have to. But yeah. I know there's going to be some cooler stuff, maybe more challenges, but I'm ready for those by the time I'm able to, like, access mm-hmm. that level. I wish I spent it's, more time on that game. I just I played it. I couldn't get super into it. I, I would recommend God of War. Play God of War. Yeah. If you're going to play a game like that. God of they, War, the, the new one that came out yeah, for yes. PS4. It's, they I like, say that because the guy who did the uh, the action sequence or the uh, attack 
animations and stuff for that did the did them for jedi fallen order so it's the same like yeah it's the same guy so that's why they wanted him for that game i do have to say though uh no matter how you feel about jedi fallen order it is starting a franchise they said that's going to be way more like i'm hoping they make an open world game this is like the starting story of we're gonna see a lot of stuff yeah i'm excited well and and so you know kind of i want to bounce back to sonic here no no pun intended um but the so the whole premise of Sonic Adventure 2 is that Sonic got captured by the military. It doesn't yep. specifically say the U.S. military, but he got I, I think it I think at one point, though, it's like you see the president of the United States. You're in so like, it's like San Francisco. Yeah, like, so these it's, are major cities. Yeah. And I think it even shows the American flag. So like, yeah. it is the U.S. military for sure. But it's it's like an agency called Gun G-U-N. Yeah. And uh, they they capture Sonic because of all these crimes that he's committed and he escapes from their helicopter and he lands in San Francisco and starts shredding downhill on a helicopter piece that he ripped off when he escaped the helicopter and the whole thing. And he eventually gets recaptured too. But the whole thing is that it's, it's shadow. Can you hear the cat? Can you I hear can. the cat? Meowing? <laughs> it's loud. I hope that that, uh, that picks it's up. Pistachio is so loud. She is. She is upset that, uh, that we're not paying her attention, but uh. you, so you escape the military and it turns out that shadow, the hedgehog has been causing all this havoc and Sonic is blamed. So one of the theories that I actually saw on Reddit was that in earlier builds, they were saying that it was likely that shadow looked a lot more like Sonic, like was maybe like a light gray or something Uh, because Mm. they look so different. Like how could, how could you mistake shadow for Sonic um, or Sonic for shadow either way? But so so Sonic is sort of paying for Shadow's crimes. And then, of course, it gets to the 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 ultimate cut scene with like, you're the faker. I'm not a faker. Faker. Like, faker. you're yeah. not even oh. good enough to be a fake. Yeah. And like, real it just, bad. <laughs> oh, it's real bad. But, uh, and, you know, of course, uh, Eggman and well, Robotnik. And th- this might be the. F- no, I think Sonic Adventure one was the first time he called himself Eggman. But, you know, he destroys this island and. He blows up half the moon and, you know, has his whole moon base there. And uh, one of the creators of the game was asked in an interview once because he destroys half the moon. But then in the future games, you can actually see the whole moon still. And so he was like, ah, the moon rotated. Like he just like shrugged it up. (laughs) That's the um, other side. (laughs) Right, exactly. But so it's it's this really cool, though, like struggle between good and evil because it's Sonic versus Shadow. And then it's um, you get Knuckles versus Rouge the Bat. Rouge, not Rouge, Rouge. (laughs) but uh, Rouge the Bat. And then, oddly enough, Tails and Robotnik are kind of the ones that face off because they're both in the mech suits. Yeah. Um, But it's you guys, it's so cool. I still have to get to my favorite part. But it's so cool because at the end you get to go supersonic and fight yes. alongside Shadow in space against Ultimate Chaos. That's where you're gold. You're basically yeah. Yeah, that's after you beat both storylines, you get mm-hmm. to play the final showdown, and it is incredible. And I'll tell you guys what, I would go back and replay that boss fight over and over and over nonstop. You gotta hand it to him. Replay value. Uh, having Huge. a two like uh, early on having two different storylines. You know, yeah. like that's 
Brilliant. Well, the, the replay value is high because they give you alternate missions too. And yep. this actually perfect segue into what I think is the best part of Sonic Adventure 2, mm-hmm. the Chows. So they did yep. have Chows in the first one, um, mm-hmm. which again, totally dropped the ball. Didn't didn't remember that. But uh, it's because I focused so much on the Chow Garden in the second Sonic Adventure game. Well, and I kind of real quick now that we're talking yeah. about this. So Sonic Adventure one launch title, second Dreamcast. Awesome. They create the Chows. It's like a memory yeah. card thing for them by Sonic Adventure two. The second Dreamcast is like failing. Like it's I feel like it, mm-hmm. it's such a dynamic that was created for that thing specifically. And well, then it they, just like you even said, you're like, you didn't have much experience with it. It was such right. a cool thing that was so ahead of its time. Well, and they, they did transfer some of that functionality over when I went to GameCube. Mm-hmm. So, and then there was a lot of things that changed. I, I'm going to talk more specifically about the GameCube version. Yes. But they even got to a point where you could, and I did, link up your Game Boy Advance to yes. your GameCube. And, and yes. take your chows out and raise them. And it was one of those things where you could go, and, and this is, again, I my cousin and I, I forget whether it was on Dreamcast or GameCube at this point, but... We would go and we would play these levels over and over and over again. And we would only collect the animals or like they had little like, um, I don't know what they were. They were like little energy cylinders. Mm-hmm. Some were yellow, some were green, some were red. And they would affect your stats, like your stamina, yes. your, you know, your, your power, whatever. And so we would go and we would literally just collect the ones that we really wanted and that we like, we, you know, we wanted one of our chows to be really, really strong. So I think that was the red ones. So we would go and we would find tough animals and the red tubes. We would play through a level, go back, feed it to our chow, play through that level again, go back and feed it to our chow for days. You were grinding. Yeah, literally for days. Yeah. And and it was, and you could shape how your chow looked by, and this is something that I wish more games would do because you couldn't just go in and customize your chow. Like if I wanted my chow to, to fly, I couldn't just say, hey, give it wings. I'd have to go and find birds yep. and feed it birds until it grew wings. Until it grew wings, yeah. And then eventually it would fly. Or, you know, and they, and they had that with everything. Like if you wanted it to have like big bushy eyebrows, you could feed it penguins or whatever it was, you know, yeah. and or, or a gorilla. And it was just so entrancing. So in depth and yeah. so like and so non does it it doesn't matter to the main you don't even have to do that right for the main game which and can we talk great. about the the black market that's being ran out yeah. of the closet in the kindergarten yeah like there's like the, literally like the janitor of the the chow school is running a black is, market he's selling like, hey, chow eggs. you know hey just so you know yeah <laughs> I, re- I read about that yeah i honestly like when i was doing the research for this episode dude i I, I might need to play this game again soon. I think it's and a weekend venture. I might stream it. If you got, I'm going to do a self plug yeah. here. Go follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Zach Rogers. Cause I'm probably going to be streaming this soon. He will. Um, yeah. So for like the future of the franchise, I mean, would you just want to see remasters? Is that what they're like? Oh my gosh. We're already the at the future. I, I think totally we're there. Lost tra- yeah. Yeah. I've lost track of this episode because I could just, I could literally talk about this for an entire day. Yeah, we um, so, yeah, so for the future of the franchise, my personal thought is I could go for a remaster mm-hmm. with and just like the thing is we don't need to change the whole game, right? Like keep the core mechanics. Keep the Chow Garden as it is, maybe add in some more events. Yeah. Like don't subtract, only add, and not enough to bloat it. Like, and even down to like controls, update. right? Like I mean the only thing yeah. update it. 
like we played, I played the Spyro remastering and they've updated it to fit right. present times. I mean, there were there, no matter what, when you're inventing these amazing games and especially in new in 3d, like you're, yeah. you're upgrading it. There's going to be issues that you just cannot fix at the time or don't foresee. And, right. uh, you know, and, but now we can hindsight's 2020, you can fix it. <laughs> now, the, the only thing that I'd be concerned about with a remaster is, they still seem like they haven't gotten a great grasp on uh, on the controls. Mm. Like from, from what I've seen, I haven't played a lot of the more recent games. I've played like little bits, but not enough to really say for sure. But the controls still just really aren't there. Like they they they're having trouble finding this mid ground between having some good speed and having an open world. And if they can nail down the controls at least to the point where they're not glitching. Because there's like there's one part in Sonic Adventure 2 that you go like you're going to do like a loop loop to loop ramp. Sure. And uh, like seriously, four or five times in a row, it happened to me like it wasn't like just a happenstance glitch. I just went through the ramp. Oh, yeah. I died. Yeah. And I think like even now with frame rate, I think it's like like we've been talking about. They were so ahead of their time. And yeah. then now you can handle it where those glitches will not occur or you can do the, it's like the George Lucas is like, well, I didn't do the prequels because I didn't have the technology to do it. Right. It's now you do have you can go back. Yeah. Show us what you wanted to show us. Right. With the controls, because it's like you like. I think I don't know if it's necessarily like they're having issue with the controls. It's the an mm-hmm. issue of the technology. You can't the right. frame rate doesn't support it. The the clipping doesn't support it. The it, it will physically like the ramp. I don't think your ramp was loading physically fast enough to register. And, and it might so not you just have went been. Right I, mean, I don't I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how that, works. that side of things. But yeah, yeah I, I just I think if they can work on the controls and mm-hmm. just polish up the look of it, because like they have modern models of Sonic. They're oh, different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a different Sonic. So they would have to sort of, I think they'd have to remodel it. But I think that if they took some time to remake Sonic, even if they didn't do the first one, right? Like if they just did Sonic Adventure 2 as a remake. You could combine them even. I would play that nonstop. Yeah. I think think you could do a cool mashup. Include some of the first one into the story of the second one. Like make that like the opening. And And I I don't think anyone would be upset if they just did both. Look at what they're doing with Tony Hawk. One, two. Boom. Look at, yeah. Give me. Give me, give me. That's all yeah. I want. Yep, man. I'm so excited to do Tony Hawk month. I can't wait. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I think I'm glad we. Yeah, that's oh, I love it so much. That'll be a lot of I will be doing a lot of Twitch streaming and play. Through yeah, yeah. That. By then, the world should be hopefully reopened. And we yeah, can, we can hang out again. Yeah. Well, we just a little update. We got extended. I'm no, I'm not going back at least till June 30th. I really? won't be back in my office. Yeah, they basically went up. Or wow. came out with that today, but uh, we'll nuts. see. Yeah, we will yeah. see. Yeah, but uh, well, I, and, and that's well. I, I guess I should ask you too. Like, what do you want to see out of the out of the future for? Pretty much everything you said. Like, okay. we've got we've got now the technology to handle. I think a game that they wanted to produce back Dude, then. So let's see it. What if? Hold on, this thought just came to me. What if? If they remade this, or if they made a new Sonic game, if they made Sonic Adventure three, even right, like give it a whole new thing. Yeah. The Chow Garden could so easily be on your phone. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, it's an I, app. If there was a Chow Garden that could tie into my game, like I could Easy. feed creator, you know, critters from my game, 
I would, I would have some serious issues with my professional life because I would only be working if, on my chow garden. If at I all then times. went home, turned on the main council and got into my side game. And then that affected my main gameplay. Yeah. That's why I think like, give me a grand theft auto or a star Wars game where you can have businesses running on the side on yeah. your iPhone, like, or your moisture farming or in grand theft auto, you're selling mm-hmm. drugs or whatever, stealing cars. And then right. when you go back in, you've got those many more credits or money or those many more items. Like, Oh yeah. Like you said, I will lose my job. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, they, I don't think that enough games are taking advantage of that. Um, dropping the ball. And it's, and it's, I think so- I blame Apple. I think they should be, knocking on those companies nintendo sony all these doors at microsoft be like guys will make the app think about like i mean they it doesn't make sense to me because they had that right like you could do that grand theft auto 5 yes but like you could do it with like the dreamcast you could do it with the gamecube connecting your game boy advance why don't they have something in place already i'm glad switch is so popular as a mobile device i think that'll be a big help a mobile main council that is like Everybody I would go nuts now. if there was an actual companion app. And I'm not talking like an afterthought because nope. so many of these apps are just like, oh, hey, you can. With launch. Right. Yeah. It's or like, before. Hey. Before launch, get you hyped up like they did for Fallout. That was brilliant. Right. That was the best marketing Fallout shelter. I will if, still to this day praise it. I played that for months. If there months. was an app that just came out and said, hey, we're going to give you your choice of one of three chow eggs that you can start to raise for a week or and two weeks or a month. when you boot up your game or a Pokemon game, think about yeah. a Pokemon game that would do that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then when you boot up your game, you know, the, the you have the chow with you. You and got like, it. And it'd be cool even if, like, you know, the chow helps you out in game. Like, you're like, I can't reach this ledge. My chow has a jump ability. Whatever. I can already get there. I can already open this because yeah. my chow is this level because I've been playing since I I, I reserved a copy. So I got yeah. the launch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I could go on about this all day. But you guys, I think, we're, I, think I think within the next five years, we're going to see this. But like I with, hope so. with mobility of gaming devices, I think. It's the next and, and, step. And people are starting. They're starting to do more like video game. I don't want to say remakes, but like. Like they just announced that they're continuing the Paper Mario franchise. Oh yeah, Origami King. That yeah, looks so looks much fun. Awesome. Um, and you know they're hopefully going to be re-releasing some of these old Mario games. I think mm-hmm. that if Sega is smart and if you know if they want to keep this going, they should just focus on that. They should. I w- no I new would, products. I would love to see. I mean, and I know I've been back and forth on this in the past, but I would love to see a remake. Uh, or 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 a three. Give me a Sonic Adventure three. Give me a continuation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you guys, that's that's it for our time today. Uh, if you could do us a huge favor, uh, just whatever, wherever you're listening to this, give it a like, give it a rate, subscribe to it. Tell your uh, you can also yeah, tell your friends. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at Franchise Unpacked. Oh, and yeah. if you want to find me on Instagram, it's at the Zach Rogers. And you can find me at the Dave of Wonders. And I think that's it. We really appreciate you guys listening, and we will see you next week. Catch you later. <laughs>